0: Welcome to another episode of Reality Redefined. I did that uh, just for uh, just for Ian because I'm
1: suspicious.
0: No, because Ian has this like strange TikTok addiction
1: that you started. How is it? How is, I I was quite content to ignore TikTok as something that the kids were doing and i had didn't need to even get involved and then so, you kept showing me these funny things on tiktok and saying why don't you have tiktok so i get tiktok and then like a week later i'm like dude did you see that video on tiktok he's like i don't watch i don't look at tiktok anymore because <laughs> <laughs> you're because you're because you're so you're an on. asshole so if you want to, so <laughs>
0: so if we were to swap tiktok with say heroin
1: yes you could be like it's not my fault. You were the one that got me hooked on heroin. If you're the one who continuously stuck me with a needle and shot heroin <laughs> into my arm, yes, you're the one who got me hooked on heroin.
0: The heroin that is TikTok.
1: Yes, it's your fault.
0: It's all my fault. Yes. It, and the funny thing is, I got Mandy's with us too. By the way, if, uh, hey
1: everyone. Hi, Mandy.
0: And uh, I swear, we'll probably. Uh, I'll try not to embarrass her this week. So,
1: uh, <laughs> how did you embarrass her last week? I don't know. I I'm sure I mean, other that's than other easy. other than the <laughs> fact that you're her husband in general, I mean, that's embarrassing. Uh, but I got, I got
0: Mandy hooked on TikTok also.
1: You did. So so basically, you're a pusher who's not even making any no, money off exactly. of it. I know. You're the so, worst kind of pusher. So I
0: pushed my drug out there. Then I was like, eh, I'm done with it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's the worst type of thing. No, Mandy. Watch. Mandy, you know,
0: I I think you've finally gotten away from from. You don't send me TikTok videos on TikTok anymore, do you?
2: um maybe a few nights ago i did but i've gotten smart and i try and send them via text now so that you'll actually look
3: at i'll actually watch them then but i send them
2: to my kids at nighttime, and they're like go to bed mom (laughs) 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 i'm like but you gotta see this one it's really funny really funny you sent me one today and i cracked up uh (laughs) oh you
0: saw the the, dog one Uh one, yeah that was pretty funny i enjoyed that
1: yeah it was it was funny well, anyway, so we're not actually talking about TikTok, <laughs> TikTok? <today. laughs>
0: I just figured I'd play it at the beginning because, beginning, hey, there's no copyright on it. So I can get away, I can get away with playing t- things from TikTok, right? I don't
1: know. I is there? Don't know. It's I don't know not
0: copyrighted. Know. It's things that people do and put on there. So is
1: that, that song isn't copyrighted? I don't think so.
0: I guess we'll find out when I'm getting <laughs> flagged, I guess. But... Uh, uh, don't
2: be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. I will.
1: I will say that's like one
0: of my favorite songs. Uh
1: huh. Mine too. <laughs> never, I've seen it in a couple of videos, but it, I never really. There's finished. one that has
0: this little cat. So they're like playing that song, and they like there's a paper bag sitting there, and as they scroll down, it's this little kitten inside the paper bag, and it sticks, pokes its little head out at the Aww. end. It's kind of funny.
1: <laughs> I like those. I like the cute ones. They're or cute and funny. There's
0: another one like that, too, where it's like someone like walking up to their bed, and their bed has like is covered in stuffed animals, and as they approach the stuffed animals, you realize the little dog in the middle is not a stuffed animal.
2: <laughs> Apparently, you like animal videos. <laughs> yeah. No. Mine are like of the, all the moms doing the ratchet. I'm a savage. Oh, yeah? Classic. Yeah.
1: I don't know if my TikTok is really found... Me yet? Because <laughs> I get like a lot that I'm like cracking up and I love, and even some political ones. This is why I try to avoid Facebook now. But I'm not getting any like pro the other side po- political ones generally. Yeah. I get pro my side so it's okay but i usually just scroll past them i don't yeah. like them or anything mm-hmm. but i don't know if it's really found me yet no the, el-
0: the, the algorithm hasn't yeah. found what you as like. much
1: as i'm on it it should have <laughs> i don't know why it hasn't but <laughs> do I you don't... go in
0: like hours long yes i have TikTok
1: yes because yes, what sometimes what will happen is like so my charger's right by my bed, so I can like lay in bed and my phone will be charging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I'll get up and like go to the bathroom, and I'll take my phone and I'll get on TikTok because what else are you gonna do in the bathroom other than that? <laughs> the the next thing you know, your phone is dead, <laughs> and,
0: and, and the phone's dying. So then I'll
1: get, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll finish up, and then I'll go back and lay down and plug my phone in, and TikTok's still on, and then I'll just keep going, <laughs> and then before you know it, the sun comes up, or oh, in my case, good. the sun goes down because I work nights, and it's like, huh. How, how much time did I just... Have you spent like six hours on there before? No, I don't think I've done six hours. I've What's done, the longest have done? I think I've done, done probably two,
2: two and a half maybe? I've done close to three. Yeah. I'll uh-huh. say 10.30, I'm like, all right, you get to 11, that's it. And then I'm like, oh, it's 11.02. I already missed the cutoff. Might as well keep going. <laughs> <Right.
3: laughs>
1: no. I do the same thing. It's like, it's like, oh, just one more. Okay, just one more. Okay, just one more. And then then you got that, that one It's like, hey, go outside, take a breath, you take a break from TikTok. <laughs> really? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I want does, to go out more. Does it really I say get, that on there? Yeah. I get the, the sleepy
2: ones. I actually downloaded the app. It's called Sleepy or Sleepy Time or something. And I'll be scrolling through TikTok and then it goes, hello, I'm Carissa Vassar. This is that must be a nighttime for... thing uh-huh. because I, I've seen those two. But I'm at <laughs> really? work, so I
1: don't want it. I'm like on my break at work. Going Dope, so. no, I
2: don't want sleepy time. Give me funny animals. Yep. I downloaded it, and now she puts me to sleep at night.
3: That's interesting. <laughs> I turn
2: her app on and yeah. listen to her tell a story. Really,
3: <laughs> you know what's funny though
1: is like there be <laughs> times worked. there'll be times where I'm at work and I'm like. We're, Nick and I are working together And you'll text And I'm like What the fuck is she still doing <laughs> I know I'm like I don't know She's probably playing On a fucking he TikTok He always tells
2: me Go to bed I'm like Quit being so mean Like I'm entertaining <laughs> you You're at work
1: <laughs> Yeah but you're gonna be it's, At work in like that, three hours well, It's like two o'clock In the morning You should be asleep
2: <laughs> yeah. Obviously I can't sleep If I'm still up
0: Playing on TikTok
2: Well Whatever There's men on there And they do dances
1: There
0: are men on there I'll dance yeah. for there you There are women no, too
2: <laughs>
0: Whatever woman <laughs> I give you the sexy dance. <laughs> Sorry.
3: Did you throw up a little in your mouth? Because I threw up a little in mine.
1: We, yeah, that tasted surprisingly like McDonald's so a, a little so bit.
2: <laughs>
0: Nick, was it Ian
1: a Mandy in one cup? Is that what it is? Oh,
2: gross. <laughs> oh,
1: oh. I don't know. It's worse. You dancing or the cup thing? <laughs> I think I think you dancing, but that's just me. Oh.
2: Here we go. You said you weren't going to do
0: this.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, right. We well, always... didn't take you very. Much. We didn't even start the dang show yet.
2: <laughs> we
0: have a topic, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> is that what, is that your way of getting me on topic, Ian? Because I'm the last person going to get you on topic. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's normally me like chasing you back on the right, topic. Right? Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> 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 if I'm right. getting on topic, then there's a problem. All right. All right. So we mm. actually do have a topic today, yes. I,
0: and it's one that we've done before. Actually, I think this is the third time we've done this. Mm,
1: something like that.
0: So originally uh I so I I normally send out the the topic schedule to Ian like 2 weeks in advance sometimes even
1: longer um yeah and
0: surprisingly enough he still doesn't do fucking notes he, actually I, he did do notes for this I episode, have notes so I, today so ladies I, I, I and gentlemen I shouldn't harass him too much but right. um so I sent out the schedule a couple weeks back and Ian's like uh well you know this episode's like the Sunday before th- Halloween right I was like yeah He's was all Don't, Shouldn't we do something that's like spooky, spooky, something Halloween themed? I was like, yeah, I guess so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you showed half the enthusiasm for the real holiday that is Halloween, as you put towards that fake Christmas holiday. Oh, <laughs> give me a break.
0: Christmas is the greatest holiday of the year. It is not.
1: It is. It is not. It's fun. It is stress. It's and-
0: not, What's stress about it?
1: Well, nothing for you, but Mandy's probably stressed because she's got to get gifts for everybody, make sure everyone's taken care of. She, she has to make sure that all the plans are set. You just collect gifts and go to work. <laughs> oh, that's not true. Is, is Christmas really stressful for you, Mandy?
2: I really like the music.
0: Yeah, so do I. That's my least I've favorite I've been thing. singing
1: Christmas music Oh, already. my God. You two are... Uh, why am I friends with
0: you? I have a really... I'm mean, actually getting a pretty decent, nice little Christmas record collection. I've got some nice ones.
1: I'm getting except a really the, decent ex- case of gastrointestinal disorder.
0: Except, especially, except for the 98 Degrees one. What, Mandy? It's all right. Maybe. It's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just insulted your wife.
0: So. Did I buy that for you or did you buy that for you? What? The 98 Degrees Christmas album.
1: I, like
2: I, an album album? Mm-hmm. Oh, Probably you.
0: Okay.
2: I don't really buy them. No? No. I've got other stuff to do.
0: Oh, my gosh. gosh. Oh, my gosh. you know, appalled by the fact that we buy records. No,
1: Mandy no, found it's... out about this great new Wayfair thing on our last oh, show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy's been buying children. <laughs> cheap plug. Cheat plug. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. So, yeah, we're going to do uh, creepy stories from the internet. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, so uh, this is uh, the fourth episode of Reality Redefined. We've done 138 episodes of the Life and Draw podcast before that. so And all those episodes are still up. So you can yeah. actually go back and check out the creepy stories from the internet. Right. You can, one and two. you
1: should, and you must. You will. Yes. Damn it, or die. No, no. Well, I'm cool with it, but I'm just worried that maybe maybe we should have some legal advice (coughs) standing by just in case we are not. We we, we do not wish the death of anyone. Yeah, we do not endorse or condone or participate in the death of anyone. Well, Nick kind of kills me a little bit, but. Ian, you kill me every
0: fucking day i know
1: we're killing each all other all right so slowly. yeah so let's
0: uh let's come up with some stories some creepy now, stories. i guess i internet. should
1: confess because i didn't realize they was creepy stories from the internet although i did get them off of the internet okay. i just went for creepy stories that i thought were creepy and i like that but
0: you got them from the internet so that's from the internet or well,
1: where, where else are you gonna get them from books where TV, are those well i mean some of these stories were on the news Okay, let's go for one. Throw one, <laughs> throw one out there, Ian. All right, let me open up my notes. Or do you want me to go first? Uh, you can go first, because i got to scroll through these. Okay. okay,
0: so the first one I got, it's not really creepy. It just... Part of it is pretty damn sad, actually. So there's... A, have you guys ever heard of Nathaniel Bar-Jonah? No. No. So he's this is guy from Massachusetts. Sounds like a Massachusetts that, name. Yeah. So he has, like, a... He had, like, a really long history of... Kidnapping and sexual abuse of children as an adult. but As know, in he was doing that to Yes, him? yes, okay. yes. As far back as like 1975. And uh, his abuse actually started a lot earlier than that. I know that in, uh, in 1964, when he was seven, he had uh, lured a five-year-old neighbor over into his basement, uh, telling her that he had uh, just received a Ouija board. For his birthday, and that he could predict the future is what he told her. And then uh, once the once they're down in the basement, he attempted to strangle the girl, but she started screaming, and and Nathaniel's mother heard her and like came to her rescue. Hmm. Now, when he is twelve years old, he lures a a, a boy to a hill, I guess, in their neighborhood, uh, under the guise that they were going to go sledding, is what he said. But, uh, so he, they get to the hill, he overpowers this, this boy and sexually assaults him. Hmm. So a couple of years later, um, he attempted to lure two other boys, uh, down the road and into a cemetery, uh, where apparently he intended to kill them. But, uh, I guess one of the boys got suspicious and they took off. So he wasn't able to do anything there, but, as an adult, he would often impersonate police officers to lure children into his car to sexually assault them. And it was like, this happened multiple times. That's kind of the thing that kind of, that I, I didn't really understand.
1: You felt um, creepy about that,
0: it? Yeah. Well, it, well there's a, uh, it, it takes a left turn here. Oh, a wow. Minutes.
1: That, okay.
0: And uh, so like s- several times he's, he was actually witnessed abducting children. He would be caught like shortly after sexually assaulting him. I know that there's one instance where a boy disappears, and uh, a neighbor had seen Nathaniel taking the boy. Uh, the police got a description of the vehicle. They found the vehicle. Nathaniel was driving the car, and the boy in the back. I want to see was he was only like ten or eleven at the time had uh ur- urinated and defecated on himself from the sexual assault.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, that's terrible. Like just reading this it was, it was terrible. But each time he got caught, he would only go to prison for like a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of times he only got probation for doing it. And one one instance he was on parole from prison, sexually assaulted a child. And then somehow it didn't make it back to his parole officer and he never really got in trouble for it.
1: I, I have a feeling that the laws were weirdly not strict about that. In because, the seventies, yeah. Yeah, because there the one of the main suspects for the zodiac killer, mm-hmm. um, Arthur Lee Allen, yeah, was in jail for touching he worked at a school and was caught touching children yeah. inappropriately. He only went to jail for a year for yeah. it. So it's like weird, like
0: Yeah, I, I don't get it, but I know in the in the in the eighties, at some point in the eighties he was in prison. And he confessed to his psychiatrist that he fant- he often fantasized about abducting, murdering, and cannibalizing children. So a month after he's released from prison in 1991, uh, he was once again uh, arrested for uh, trying to kill a child. So he was, like I said, he's just out of, out of prison for a month. He's walking down the road, and he sees a young boy in a car. Uh, the mother must have like ran inside the store or whatever.
1: Back in the 70s and 80s, that wouldn't have been unlikely.
0: Well, this is 1991.
1: Well, it's still the same. Mom, so, yeah. yeah, I was left in the car yeah. all the time. So, minute.
0: this, you have to, so he was at this time 275 pounds. He was a, a rather large man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, the mother comes, I don't know if it was the mother who came out of the store or it was another bystander happened to look over and see Nathaniel's in this car jumping on this child, trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. So he's arrested and given probation. For attempted
3: murder. Yes, yes.
0: So in February 1996, uh, there was a 10-year-old boy by the name of Zach Ramsey. uh, Leaves his apartment to go to school and was never seen again. Uh, A neighbor of Zach saw him in the alleyway with a man who ended up matching the description of Nathaniel. It uh, so he matched the description, and also, what was that? Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Spooky, <Spurgy, spree. laughs> Uh But uh, the, also, the the vehicle that was seen just outside of the alleyway matched Nathaniel's mother's car, so he was using her car for the for the to to kidnap him to abduct the child. So while searching Nathaniel's apartment, police found a book with a bunch of names of victims written in it. And Zach's name was written, and I believe it said died next to his name and Nathaniel's roommate at the time reported or at least told the police that there were the the clothes that matched zach that he was Dids, reportedly, yeah. reportedly wearing when he that morning the roommate found in the house hmm. <clears throat> so the they also found a notebook that was written in code. And after several months, the FBI finally cracked what it said, and it was a notebook describing the killing and eating of several children Ew. that he had. Yeah, and apparently there was also like crude recipes in there, like basically, you know, boy stew and things like that. So even after, even though the the, the at this time Nathaniel was you know close to three hundred pounds, in the Two months after Zach had disappeared, there was no record of Nathaniel going to the grocery store and buying food. And he was often, he often held cookouts at his house. Yeah. (laughs) You know where I'm going. So one of the guests had mentioned that the meat tasted funny. And Nathaniel had this big elaborate story about how he had been uh, game hunting and you know shot some deer and some other animals and those he kind of mixed the meats up and that's that uh, and that's what he was serving but there's no record of this man ever owning a gun or ever going hunting or anything like that and police found human hair on a meat grinder in his house gross so, so uh, that kind of, <clears throat> that's that's creepy that's creepy so mm-hmm. he, he had him going to prison and dying in prison for all of that yeah. yeah should have been
1: in prison like for, yeah, yeah like 10 then, times then, before that And that's the
0: sad thing is there's like multiple multiple times over you know 30 year 20 20 year time span mm. where he probably should have been locked up for a long time
1: right uh, but it wasn't
0: like super creepy but it was like
1: well i mean it it's creepy it, enough yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> oh so, uh, this one I, I mean i don't know how creepy this shit is i i just 'Cause nothing nothing's creeps me out really. Mm-hmm. I know. Well maybe he was the same way as me is like, I don't know anything that's creepy. Yeah. I know. So uh this is about a a boy who was supposedly possessed and they did an exorcism. Uh and this is from twenty sixteen. I think I I think I know this one. Uh Kennedy Eif, something Yes, like. yeah. I actually know this story. Do you? Yeah, I do. Um the 'cause it's really fucking weird. Yeah. Well they what started it was yeah, I mean obviously his misbehaving or behaving weird um he bit his father he said, he said he had pain in his throat he bit his father threatened to cut off his own penis complained of a python or snake inside of him um and then at this point he was he was being restrained or yeah okay so anyways um a school teacher i did copy and paste these notes for the, for the record so i don't think i did them in order or i messed this up but So, I guess this teacher, 35-year-old school teacher near St. Petersburg, Florida, started acting strangely in June. I think I I got too mixed up. I'm sorry. But anyway, the kid ended up dying. And the parents were actually put on trial for for neglect. So, this is what it says. It says, in August 2016 in North London,
0: 26-year-old Kennedy Ife became began acting strange and aggressive, following a pain in his throat. Mm -hmm. He had reportedly bit his father, threatened to cut off his own penis, and complained of a python or snake inside of him before his family restrained him to a bed with cable ties and excessive force. Uh, The BBC reported that the family then set about attempting to cure, in quotation marks, Kennedy, through restraint and prayer over the next three days, the court was told. Uh, His brother Colin told the police... It's clear that, it's clear that thing was in him. What we believed was a demon because it was not natural. It was clearly trying to kill him. We had to restrain. We had to restrain him for himself. It was clear if we didn't, distra- if we did not restrain him, he could have tried to harm people in our family. So uh, Kennedy had been bound to his bed for three days without medical attention when his brother called emergency services, complaining that Kennedy was complaining of dehydration. He appeared to have uh, developed breathing issues and was pronounced dead at 10.17 a.m. The Independent reported that uh, while police were at the house, Colin Ife began uh, allegedly carried out an attempted uh, resurrection by chanting and praying for Mr. Ife. Uh, All seven of Kennedy Ife's family members were accused of manslaughter, false imprisonment, and causing or allowing the death of a vulnerable adult. A post mortem ex- uh, examination revealed over 60 wounds, including possible bites to Kennedy Ives' body, and his father, Kenneth Eif, along with four of his brothers, sustained injuries as well. Um, and then this says uh, The BBC reported that Kennedy Ife told jurors he ordered his sons to take shifts and use overwhelming force, but denied that. Uh, d- denied an association with cults, occults. That sounded like I said the same thing, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> cults. Yeah.
1: Or occults. Cor-
0: cults, comma, occults, and secret societies played any part in the death. After four day jury deliberation, all seven family members were cleared of all charges on March fourteenth, two 2019. Yeah. So this so is very that, recent. That's the article mm-hmm. that. Uh, Actually, it's funny that you said that because I had that article up. Actually. Did you?
1: Okay, good. Because I, I fucked up here somewhere. but
0: Yeah, I don't know where you were going with I, us,
1: like. I Somehow I must have mixed in another article.
0: What are what other story were well, you this going This is about
1: to a teacher, Danielle Harkins. Uh, she's a teacher in St. Petersburg. She started acting strange in June of 2012, developing an interest in devon- demonic rituals. Soon after, she was arrested for abuse of... Seven of her former students. Oh, I did. We must. I must. Have, we must have read the same web page. Oh, maybe because I remember that story too. Um, she had told kids they needed to get their to rid their bodies of demons. As the group gathered before dusk Saturday around a small fire near Saint Petersburg Pier, um, she told them they should cut their skin to let the evil spirits out. Police said she told the children then, or she, that's what she told the children. Then they needed to burn the wounds to ensure that those spirits would not return. That sounds logical, doesn't it, Mandy?
3: Hmm. Yeah, well.
1: (laughs) Um, Let's see. Uh, When Harkins held a lighter to one teen's hand, she blew the flame out, police said. That prompted her to douse his hand, or he blew it out, um, douse his hand in perfume before setting it on fire. The boy suffered uh, second-degree burns, police said. Another teen was cut on the neck with a broken bottle. Harkins used a flame to heat a small key, which she then used to cauterize the wound. Police were notified about this. She was arrested for aggravated battery and child abuse.
0: She was convicted too, wasn't she? I I, I believe so. Uh,
1: no, no, I, I don't. I, at least I don't. It doesn't, it doesn't say. Yeah, I didn't have that in there. So, but
0: that's uh, <laughs> that's that's weird. It is weird because it's, it's
1: like. I mean, a lot of times, like when I was going through these, like I was looking and going, what would be what what's kind of out there enough that would make a movie like a Mm -hmm. decent movie? And the the exorcism one stood out because it's kind of already been done. The exorcism of of, of Emily Rose, which was, you know, a fictionalized retelling of. um, Oh, shit. What was her name? German girl. Um, Emily Rose. (laughs) No, her name wasn't (laughs) Emily Rose. The movie version was Emily Rose. But the situation was very similar. The priests were doing exorcisms. She was wasting away. She died. The family um, sided with the priest, obviously, but the priest was put on trial for murder. or oh, for, really? For, yeah, neglect or something like that. And it's kind of played out in the movie, Exorcism of, Exorcism of Emily Rose, huh. which is actually a really good movie, by the way. I love that movie. It's not really scary, but there's scary elements. But if you go on YouTube, you can find uh, audio recordings of... The chick who was possessed, and it's they're creepy recordings. Really? Yeah. Like, she's like, you know, it sounds like what you'd imagine an exorcism or a demon possessed person would sound like. So. Huh. But. Do you have uh, any stories, Mandy?
2: Um, I found one, but I was trying to read through it, and I'm kind of not understanding it. But I wanted to talk about a show I started watching. Okay. Um, yeah, go ahead called evil we love
0: we love segways
1: yes and if it's
0: scary (laughs) it
2: is it's and that everything you guys keep talking about with the exorcism so that's kind of what this show is about it's called evil it's on netflix it looks like it's a a season show Mm -hmm. um i was trying to watch it before we started and um basically what it is is she's normally um like a psychiatrist or whatever and she goes in and investigates people who are charged with murder or crimes Mm -hmm. um and then, you know, long story short, it's uh, I haven't gotten very far, like not even halfway into the first show. Um, but they're trying to have her lie to get whatever. So then this guy comes in who works for the church and they try and decide if somebody really has psychological issues oh. or if they're possessed by demons. Um, so like all this talk was just making mm-hmm. me think about it because I really mm-hmm. want to go finish watching
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. it, really you know, not, not for it the sounds show, really good. Spoiler, <laughs> effect,
1: spoiler alert for me is it, it's, it's mental illness, not to eat demons, but... It might not be. We'll find well, out. Well, for the show. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not speaking for the show. I'm speaking in real life. And I'm gotcha. speaking for that too. <laughs> <laughs> I do not so, believe in, in demon possession. Yeah, well, I don't know. We'll I see. love the, the Exorcist is my favorite movie of all time. That's creepy. It is. I It is a creepy movie, but it's it's my favorite movie of all time. So.
2: so I found a story. I have no idea if it's real or not. It's from a Reddit user, so I don't know if that's uh, real yeah, or fake. Yeah, whatever. It's, uh, whatever. it's um, creepy. If it's creepy, it's creepy it, it works. It's, it's from the internet, so. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called The Plane Ride That Never Ends. Um, so it says, share the story about losing track of time on a continental flight. I've been flying for almost 30 hours, and the flight attendants won't stop crying. 30 hours ago, I hopped on a late-night flight from New York heading to Los Angeles. After boarding, I saw that I had an entire row to myself. Takeoff passed without incident, and soon I was stretched out for a nap across the row. I slept for a few hours, I don't know how long, but I woke up to some severe turbulence. It's possible that the lights in the cabin went out for a moment, but I was so disoriented that it's hard to say. I checked my phone to see that it was 4.03 a.m., which I figured gave me about an hour until we landed. When I looked out my window, I was shocked to see nothing but wide-open ocean. My jaw dropped. There's obviously no ocean between New York and Los Angeles. I hit the button to call the flight attendant and spent the next few minutes racking my brain for a lake that could have possibly been big enough to explain what I was seeing. I jumped when the attendant flipped off the light. She was grinning from ear to ear, and tears were pouring down her cheeks. How can I help you, sir? She asked. I froze for a moment at her reaction before deciding to just ask my question. Where are we? Why does it look like we're flying over an ocean? She wiped her cheeks to clear the tears, still grinning wildly. Sir, we'll be landing in about an hour. I, uh, okay, thank you, I said. After she left, I checked the clock on my phone again. 4.03 a.m., blinked back at me. It hadn't changed. I had to have been waiting with my call light on for at least five minutes. How was it possible that it hadn't changed at all? I opened up my laptop and saw it too displayed 4.03 a.m. I pulled out my phone, started a stopwatch in the app, and spent the next two hours looking back and forth between the clocks, waiting for them to change. They never did. I tapped the shoulder of an older woman sitting in the row ahead of me. She looked back, an annoyed expression across her face. "'Yes?' she asked. "'Do you know how long until we land?' I asked. She narrowed her eyes. The flight attendant said it would be about another hour. I shook my head in confusion." That flight attendant, we almost talked two hours ago. We should have landed already. She stared at me as if I was crazy. I I going to. (laughs) I was going to continue trying to convince her, but I felt a hand on my shoulder. I spun to see a male flight attendant grinning down at me, tears pinging off his cheeks into my shoulder. Sir, I'm going to ask you to calm down or I'll be calling the captain. I told him that wouldn't be necessary and sat back. He removed his hand and stepped away. The flight attendants continued to stop by every few hours offering meals. My stopwatch continued to tick up and is now telling me I've been on this plane for more than 30 hours. I explored all of the coach and tried talking to some of the other passengers, but they've all told me that they're expecting to land in an hour or so. What? Uh,
0: It's weird.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Around three hours ago, I tried getting into first class. I made it past the curtain but was escorted back by two grinning flight attendants. "'Their grip on my arms were like iron. "'Sir, the seatbelt sign is on,' one said. "'Please remain in your seat with your buckle fastened. "'We'll be landing in about an hour.' "'I'd just about given up hope when a woman came down the aisle "'dressed in a business suit. "'She didn't look at me or slow down, "'but she dropped a piece of paper into my tray "'as she made her way to the bathrooms in the back of the plane. "'I shot a look around before unrolling it. "'It said, "'Are you stuck, to?" "'I pulled out a pen and wrote, "'Yes, it's been thirty hours.' I folded the scrap of paper up and set it on the tray closest to the aisle. She left the bathroom and picked it up as she passed. It's been 20 minutes since then. I don't know why, but I don't think the flight attendants would like it if they knew we were talking. It doesn't matter. I have to do something. I'll update you all with whatever happens next. And then that's the end.
0: Really? That's That's really kind of strange.
2: I want it to be real. I want to know
0: I what happened.
2: I think we it'd be a good
1: Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> yeah, really.
2: That's why I decided to read it because you had just said something about what would make for a good movie, and right. I thought that sounds kind of cool.
1: Yeah, that would, I want to know. What happened. I, I could see that being a good Twilight Zone episode for sure. Did absolutely. you pause
2: it the entire time I read it? Am no, I really no. live still? Or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe you just cut me off and were like, "Oh, we'll just cut it out." No, <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Cut me. it out in post. <laughs>
0: Um, so I've got, I've got one that's kind of like a two-parter Okay. because it's one that we actually talked about on episode 81
2: mm-hmm.
0: of Life in Journal podcast. Was
2: I on that one? Mm-hmm.
0: No. Yes. Actually you okay. were, I you were on that one. So this one is, let me scroll down to find it real quick. Cause I was like, cause I was going to talk about the second part of it cause I thought that was kind of weird and creepy, but then I was like, Oh crap, here's the, it is in my notes, the first half of it. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. It is. Um, why did I lose it? Because I'm a chucklehead. Yep. I guess I, you know, if I was a good host, I would have been doing this while my wife was talking.
3: Yeah.
2: Um.
1: Was I don't know. <laughs> it's the ghost. We're all gonna die. Yes. Was so I we just, were... Oh, here it is.
0: So it says, uh, eight people were murdered, murdered in their house in the, villisca iowa you know the story yep so it's a small town where everybody probably knew everybody and it uh so on it was june 10th 1912 and while everyone was sleeping in their tiny house someone came in and killed them all with an axe and actually i believe he actually crushed all their heads well there were a couple babies all their skulls were crushed with this axe um there was no sign of a break in and just before everyone went to bed there there was no break in and they were killed just before everyone went to bed mm-hmm. uh, the family had been at church uh let's see it uh it is thought that the killer had climbed into the attic and waited for them to come home and go to bed six of those killed were children's children aged ages 5 to 11 and uh and only four were from the family two killed were friends sleeping over that uh, says what is especially weird is that how no one woke up after each person next to them was smashed in the face with an axe. At least at least everyone in the house was sharing a, oh yeah I said uh, everyone in the house was sharing a bed. That's like how do it, it it's it's weird cuz like I said well, you would think that the someone the, uh... would fight back cuz there was no there was no no signs of a struggle or anything in the house.
1: Well, I mean, there's a similar situation with uh, the DeFeo murders in 1974. Okay, um, yeah, because all the six, six members of the family were all shot, but none of them woke up during the shootings, mm. and none of the neighbors heard the gunshots. Yeah. So, which is very strange because he's a high-powered rifle. Yeah, and, <laughs> but, and and so in this in this
0: murder here, the other strange thing is that all the uh, all the mirrors in the house were covered up by sheets.
1: Huh. I don't remember that part.
0: Yeah. So, and uh, and of course, 100 years later no one's nothing's been solved. Right. No
1: been... And anyone who would have done it would have long dead now.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, in uh in 1994, this is part 2 of it cuz that was creepy in and of itself right there. Right. In uh in 1994, this house was purchased and restored back to its 1912 condition and it was converted to a tourist attraction. So for $428 a night, you and your guests can stay there overnight in this house. And there's been a bunch of different people that have stayed there and reported strange paranormal experiences. They said they've had visions of a man in the hallway. Uh, they said uh, one lady said that she was sleeping at night and woke up and heard screams of, a, of children. Mm. And, uh, so in November of 2014, a group, I believe they were from Wisconsin, went and stayed at this house. And, uh, they said, uh, about 12, uh, 1245 12 AM, which is roughly about the same time they believe that the murder happened in 1912. Uh, they found one of the people in this party stabbed in his chest. Uh, he, uh. He he actually ended up surviving the the attack. The attack. They said it was self. They they well the police and everyone have it, have it listed as self inflicted, but apparently this guy, like I said, he recovered, but he's never publicly spoken about what happened in the house that night. Hmm. Those was
3: Yeah,
2: oh. interesting. I found yeah. some EVPs from that. The what? American Paranormal Research Association was there in two thousand and nine.
0: Oh, at that house? Mm-hmm. Really? What's mm-hmm. it say?
2: It's an EVP. It says that you can hear, it sounds like, uh, people screaming and pleading for their lives.
1: Let me play it. If you, yeah, put up the mic. See if we can get it. It might not sound good, but if, if it does, that'd be cool. Abra, oh, hold on. The, the first murder house was the sounds the of a young, young girl
0: screaming. You will now hear that data in this clip. I hear it.
1: It does sound like it. That's creepier than shit. Yeah. Oh, EVPs! I've heard some EVPs Waiting that'll. make for that'll, scary to jump out of the video. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've heard some EVPs that'll make you like terrified. Yeah. I I've been shaking because I'm not I'm not easily scared, but I've been mm-hmm. shaken by some EVPs.
0: Well, oh, don't, don't, don't play too much of it, because
1: probably, that's probably copyrighted. Right, right. Yeah, no, it was a different one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really, I I didn't really at, get but... any ghost story stuff, so.
0: You know what that reminds me of is the story, I was trying to find the notes on it, too, because it's probably one of my favorite kind of like creepy stories was, I'll try to do it off the top of my head, but there was a, um, a family in Germany in the early 1900s that the whole family was found murdered.
1: Yep. Very similar to this case. Very, very similar to that. Yeah. But these people were all murdered out in their the horse barn, and except so, for there, there was a child that was a child and a woman killed in the bedroom.
0: Yes. So they the family, the the father of the family, uh, a couple of days before the murder had found footprints outside the house in the snow, in yeah. the snow, yeah. coming from the woods to the house. Yeah. Searched through the house, never found anything, and then uh, you know one night. Each one of them were w- murdered one by one in this horse barn, and I believe, like you said the the last two were murdered inside the house mm-hmm. and the 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 crazy thing was they had a housekeeper that was kind of terrified by this whole thing and, and quit
1: yeah. and quit
0: this other housekeeper this was her first day,
3: yeah,
0: and she ends up murdered in the house with them
1: and the same the neighbors claim that they saw wood smoke coming from the chimney for several days before the family was found but had already been dead yeah so the the killer was staying there after the fact while the people were dead so it's it's
0: similar to this story very similar he was actually in the attic and and waited for them and came down and killed them all i believe he killed them with an axe also
1: yeah i think so
0: but yeah that was just uh and and there's it's i couldn't imagine that though i mean that uh have somebody come down out of your uh, that's in your house right. and has been staying in your house.
1: Well, there's stories about that a, a lot of people like living in crawl spaces. Um, there, um, if this is more visual, but there's videos that people have they've set up like security cameras because things are like going missing in the kitchen. And there's oh. videos where this woman, like one woman, she was living up in the, ad, like, like in the attic. She'd crawl out through the vent at night, climb down the refrigerator, eat the food <sighs> in the refrigerator, take stuff, and climb back up. And she Could was, you imagine she seeing was in that video it. for the first time? Yeah. Guess what you get to
2: do tonight before we go to bed? Check, Check the attic? <laughs> 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 there's
0: really no way to get in. I don't attic. care. Well, You're I'm sure this now? guy thought the same thing.
1: <laughs> but, you know. She's
2: got to come in through the house. Huh? So, All you had but, to do was come in one time the door was unlocked and then find their way to the attic.
3: We don't
1: have really have like an attic
0: access though.
2: There's a couple of them.
1: And you're telling the whole world this. Right? Yeah. <laughs> All five listeners. Not that's let's,
0: let's not discuss it <laughs> Uh But yeah, that, that kind of shit always creeps me out. Speaking yeah. of people living in crawl spaces and stuff, there was a. When I worked in Nashville. There was a homeless man that lived in the crawl space underneath our building.
1: Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh I mean he was a really nice guy though. I I mean, I couldn't talk to him because he spoke only Spanish, but um but I know we would go sometimes go out back and steal some of his peppers and stuff for to make food. But we fed him also. I mean right. it wasn't like we were just like stealing his poor homeless man food. Why are you guys staring at me like that? Oh no. Mm-hmm.
1: Poor person robber all right. <laughs> uh all the man had was his peppers and you were taking I know, them i know i know, I know. He, was, he was he was a really nice guy though uh
3: all
0: right, what else you got
1: okay Um uh, this one is uh in september of 2014 a U- utah teen returned to his home i got it from got this from that same website so you may have seen this one yeah um uh Utah teen returned to his home to find his parents and three siblings dead. Ooh, I don't, I don't know this one. All right. In a notebook, a to-do list had been scribbled on the pages. The list looked as if the parents were readying to go on vacation. Such items such as feed the pets, find someone to watch after the house were written. The Salt Lake City Tribune reported, or had reported, it appeared to be murder-suicide, but there was no suicide note, no prior indication that they would do this, no explanation. Police could not figure out why two parents would kill themselves and three of their four children. For a year, no one knew exactly what happened to the family or what would drive the parents to do something so unthinkable. In January, police released more chilling details in the case. According to accounts from family members and an investigation by police, the parents were driven by a belief that the apocalypse was coming and an obsession with a convicted killer. Or, okay, belief and they had an obsession with convicted killer. Okay. As the Washington Post reported, the friends and f- the as <laughs> the punctuation on this is terrible. Oh, of course. So, mm-hmm. Uh friends and family told police that the parents were worried about the evil in the world and wanted to escape a pending apocalypse. But most assume they just wanted to move somewhere off the grid. Investigators also found <laughs> letters written by Christy Strack to one of the state's most infamous convicted killers. I'm assuming Strack is one of the family members? Okay. Um Dan Lafferty. I don't know who that is. He was convicted of, in the 1984 fatal stabbing of his sister-in-law and her one-year-old daughter. Mm. According to trial testimony, he killed the victims at the order of his brother, Ron Lafferty, who claimed to have had a revelation from God. The story became a book called Under the Banner of Heaven. Well, I might want to read that one. Huh. Um, police said Christy Strack became friends with Dan Lafferty, and she and her husband then even... Oh, Christy Stack, Strack was the mother Gotcha. Um, and then she um, visited this guy in prison I mean that's the whole story but it's like it's just creepy that <laughs> to me that's creepy you know uh, yeah. the idea that because you think because I mean it's kind of like the movie Frailty mm-hmm. you know the, the father is getting visions that these he's, people have demons in them and he's, he's killing, killing them, them. Mm-hmm. you know but is he really or is he just mental illness and it's kind of the same situation with his family yeah. but he they, they, the mother and father killed the kids and themselves, minus the one kid. I don't. That's weird. It.
0: Maybe just because he wasn't there?
1: Maybe. Why not wait till he got home, though? Yeah. That's weird.
0: But maybe they had to do it right then.
1: Mm-hmm. Or they thought that he wasn't worth saving. Oh, maybe. You know, maybe because he was a teenager. Maybe he was getting in trouble. Who knows? Maybe. Who
0: knows? So.
1: Uh, I got one more.
0: Do you have any more, Mandy? Nope. Okay, I got one more.
1: I I think I might have one or two. I know I have at least one. We probably
0: have time to do two more total. Okay. So I got, uh, this one's, uh, it's uh, about a a haunted doll, Mm maybe.
1: I think I saw this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of haunted doll stories, but I'm familiar familiar with three of them, actually. So
0: this is a a family in Houston Mm -hmm. who, I don't remember if they bought the doll or it was gifted to their daughter. But in uh Christmas of twenty thirteen their daughter got an Elsa doll.
1: Like an Elsa from Frozen? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, then I don't know this one.
0: So when you pushed a button on uh on uh, when you pushed a button on her neck, mm-hmm. she would sing songs from the movie Frozen. So so she got it in twenty thirteen. So in twenty fifteen the doll on occasion started singing in Spanish.
3: Mm-hmm
0: so the uh, the family I don't remember if it was the dad or mom or whoever it was, but they took the doll and they looked everywhere on it, and they couldn't find a button because they, they thought it was just something mm-hmm. happened and it got switched, switched over, over to yeah. Spanish, mm-hmm. but then it would go back to English and then back to Spanish. It was it seemed completely random, but there was no button on there to change anything. Was it still
1: singing? Yes. So, singing in Spanish?
0: Singing in Spanish. Okay. So, in December of 2019, the family took the doll and threw it in the trash. Weeks later, they found it inside of a bench in their living room. <laughs> the kids insisted, swore up and down that they did not take the doll out of the trash and bring it back into the house. And at this point, Elsa had completely given up the English language. <laughs> she was only singing in Spanish. So the family, like, was completely freaked out about this, and the, they, they took the doll, they double-bagged it in trash bags, stuck it in the bottom of the garbage, and then took the garbage out, and the trash went out the next day. Shortly after this, the family goes on vacation. They come back from their family trip, and what do they find?
1: Elsa.
0: Elsa in the backyard. <laughs> so this time, the family, like I said, they're, like, done with this. They took this damn doll and they mailed it to a friend in in Minnesota, and uh, I, I know it said the, I I don't remember if he just disposed of the doll or maybe even said he like tied it to the front of his truck or something like that. I don't remember but the but, as as of you know because this is a relatively newer story, right. but uh, as of the time I read this article, the the doll has yet to reappear,
1: huh?
3: Hm.
1: I don't know. You know me, I'm a skeptic. I don't believe in any ghosts or demon possession or anything like that, but I like the stories.
0: Haunted doll. So uh, you could you can finish up with the what the last one you got there, Ian. Okay. Um
1: In two thousand seven, ABC News documented oh, it's called the phone stalker, by the way. Uh in two thousand seven a news ABC News documented a series of cell phone calls to families with terrifyingly specific death threats. The unidentified callers knew exactly what families were doing and what they were wearing. The families say the calls come in at all hours of the night, threatening to kill their children, their pets, and grandparents. Voicemails arrive, playing recordings of their private conversations, including one with a local police detective. Really? Uh, the caller knows the families, what the family said, what they're wearing and doing, and after months of investigating, the police still didn't know, and they, they still don't know. That's what was creepy about this one is, this has been going on and they still don't know why this is happening or who's sending these this calls. Mm. So um but anyway, uh
0: you lose your spot.
1: Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I accidentally scrolled like way past and oh, no. trying to get back to it. Um I thought that was it, but this more. Um okay. Uh this went on with uh, a specific family. I can't really pronounce their name. Ko- Kai Kanal family? Okay. For months. Um, they said the caller had a scratchy voice threatening to slit their throats. Um, when the police tried to find the culprit, the calls were traced back to the, their, own, their own phones. Uh, even when they were turned off. Uh, it got worse. And two other... Uh, Families told ABC News they believe the callers are using their cell phones to spy on them. See, the hackers know their every move, where they are, what they're doing, and what they're wearing. The callers have recorded private conversations. Okay, that's more just what I, what I read before. But, yeah, they, there was never, this was never solved. Huh. And this is 13 years ago. Wow. So, I don't know. I, to me, that's 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 even creepier because, you know, it's one thing. It's like the scream thing, you know, some...
3: Mm -hmm. that's kind
1: of that was kind of the appeal of scream you know they call and you know what do you you know what's your favorite scary movie and they're like oh you know can I come over my boyfriend's coming over your boyfriend's dead or I'm your you know whatever Mm -hmm. the scream stuff would be you know I don't remember the dialogue now but they shouldn't know that (laughs) unless they're like watching you you yeah
0: exactly that's creepy that's Mm -hmm. some creepy shit right Uh, real quick I did find a little short one Uh, and this is uh this says uh when i was younger about 15 years old this was off of reddit it said uh i lived with my mother in the countryside and the post didn't say what country they were in but uh it says uh we were the only two people ever in the house and one night after watching tv with me she, she went into the kitchen to find two butchered rabbits laid out on the floor with all their body parts carefully placed in the correct places someone must have sneaked into the in through the back door while we were watching tv and placed them there without making a sound so i remember we stayed at grant at my grand's house for about a week after and we had never found out how or why it happened that's creepy too you're yeah. like sitting there and and uh, i remember reading a story another time about um uh, gosh, I don't remember, I don't remember where, or how long ago it happened, but it was like a bunch of guys that were out. I don't remember if he was in like a fraternity or what, but they're all they stayed in this like house up in the up in the mountains, mm-hmm. like up in, you know like Gatlinburg. Mm-hmm. You run around run a cabin out in the middle of nowhere, basically. And they were nope. said they were they're all like partying one night, having a good time, and uh, one of them was you know tired or whatever, so he went downstairs on like the main level and was like laying on the couch. Uh, watching TV, and all of a sudden he heard like a like a big slam into the front door, and like all of his buddies come run down stairs like, "What the fuck is going on?" And they uh go outside, and there was footprints from the woods up to the window behind where he was watching TV, and mm-hmm. then over to the door. So whoever was standing out there slammed the you know punched the door or whatever, and then took off. Huh. But it's just kind of creepy to think you're like just sitting there watching TV, and here's mm-hmm. some Somebody's weirdo. You. Weirdo. That's the one thing I always think about. So, it, if you guys don't know the layout of my basement, there's like a big window on the other side of the room, and my wife always gives me grief because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't close the blinds. And there has been, there have been a couple of times I'm sitting here and I'm like, I wonder if anyone's actually out there watching. You me. wouldn't mm-hmm. be able, to, you wouldn't be able to I, I I wouldn't be able to see him. Yeah. Nope. Um. Well. No,
3: nope. I don't
1: think you would. Yeah, because I see. Reflection of the light on yeah. the inside. Yeah, yeah. Want to mm. close the blinds? For <laughs> I wow. think I had
2: to last time we did this. Show. Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? You were.
1: That is. You're sending your wife over there to do always, that. Always, always. Who what? sleeps
2: by the door in the bedroom? That's not.
1: I didn't make you sleep over there.
2: I know, but it's the man's job to sleep by the door. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: so let, let's let's just clarify, Nick. If you're ever in a situation where, say, you're like at a bank or something, and someone pulls a gun, do you use your wife as a human shield, or do you block her, put yourself in front of her?
2: His initial response is to jump behind me. No,
0: absolutely. Yes, that is. <laughs> absolutely.
1: Yes, I'm just is. wondering because you know, maybe you don't. Not to take hide. A- not
2: to hide. You just you. Like you're, you move me in front of you into, no. I don't know what.
1: <laughs> because but. we, there's nothing staring at you from the window, but if you're, if you're feeling uneasy about it, you don't send your wife, you call your kids. I will, I, I will <laughs> say, I,
0: I will say there have been a couple of times like, uh, cause I get home like super early in the morning. Right. Right. And there's been times since we've so, cause we talked about, I talked about that last story. In like episode eighty one or whatever mm-hmm. it was whatever the older one of the older episodes of the show. Actually, I think it might have been the first time we talked about those. But anyway, so it was, that was a couple of years ago we talked about it. But since then, there's been a couple of times where, in the middle of winter time, I'll come home and there's like snow on the ground. I will have to go over on the side of the house to get, um, to, to get the trash can, and I always look to see if there's footprints in the snow.
1: Yeah, but I think it's just kind of normal to do that, isn't it?
0: Because that'd be creepier and shit if I, there was, because there was like a gap between the fences. Uh-huh. That'd there, be creepier and shit if I walked back there and there was like footprints from the. Mm-hmm.
2: Because there is no reason for anybody to be between those two fences. No. Well,
1: yeah. That's, that's, nowhere. that's creepy. <laughs> Dude, now, that's here's the, the here's how. the other, here's the other question. Say that scenario happens. Do you run in the house and wake up your wife and tell her that story before she goes back to sleep? Hey, honey, there were footprints between the. Defense.
0: Oh, I'm <laughs> running inside my. I'm running inside the house and getting my fucking gun is uh, what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, was well, already in the house. What if they have your gun? <laughs> How would they be inside the house? I don't know. How was these other people inside the house? They didn't really uh, have locks on doors back in 1912. No, they, no, or,
0: they didn't. You know.
1: But. So. me, so, Yeah, that kind of happened to me once, but I. I I'm like ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure that it was my stepdad, but Oh really? Yeah. Not the one that you know, the other one. Oh, okay. Um but I when I was younger I have and and you know I, I've always had trouble sleeping. Yeah. And when I was little, like eight, nine, ten, I would wait a few hours after my parents would go to bed, my mom and my stepdad, and then I'd creep out in the living room, turn on the TV. Cause I wasn't sleeping yeah. and my mom hated it cause it'd usually wake her up and then she'd be like pissed and mm. prim- yeah. So my stepdad would leave for work about six o'clock in the morning and there was one day that I, he had woken up cause I didn't know he didn't, I don't, I think he went to work earlier that day or something, uh-huh. but I was up watching TV and he's like, get your ass into bed. All right, fine. So I went back to bed and I laid there and I waited for him to leave <laughs> Because I couldn't go to sleep. So I watched, I watched him drive away. And then I creeped back out in the living room and turned on the TV. And the TV was in between two windows that were on the side of the house. Uh-huh. So the, this, this window here to the, would have been to my right. Next to that would have been like the back door, the side door of the house. And then it, it's fenced in. So they can only go to get to it through like, where the driveway comes to. So I'm sitting there watching TV, and now this probably a good 20, 30 minutes had passed since he had left. Yeah. And all of a sudden, there's a pound on the window on this side. And I just in, instinctively thought it was him. And I went, okay, and I went and turned the TV off and went back to bed. <laughs> and the next, morning, next day, I was like, you know, I was waiting to get yelled at. And I, was, I finally said something, and he's like, I was at work.
0: That's creepy. But
1: I'm pretty sure it was him, because he was that kind of a guy who would, who would do that. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, he was he was kind of a yeah, he would he was he'd mess with people like that. Huh. So
0: Is this the one that had the big record collection? Yeah,
1: yeah. So Huh. That's, but that's, to, I mean you... I don't know, maybe it wasn't him.
0: Maybe. I know uh my my, my parents said that uh, when I was younger, I'm, I don't remember this, I just remember it from their story. Uh the uh we had a, a neighbor that used to come over all the time. His name was Mike. Uh uh-huh. And my parents said that they were sitting there watching TV one night. And, uh, you know, it was a warm summer day or warm, warm a warm summer night. night. Yeah. Uh, and we didn't have air conditioning, so we always had the windows open, the door mm-hmm. open, or whatever. And uh, so the front door is open, just the screen door. <clears throat> and uh, my mom said she, like, looked up and saw a man at the front door and thought it was Mike. And was like, hey, come on in, Mike. And then she, like, looked again, and it was just some random guy. Just staring. Just staring through the damn, Yeah. Yes. he didn't come in did he no (laughs) no he took off running i guess oh gosh
1: that's good maybe he's like oh i'm not mike (laughs) 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 he's like okay oh oh, but i'm not mike damn it (laughs) my name's phil (laughs) (laughs) phil mccracken
0: yes but that's it Uh, i thought that was kind of fun we talked about some creepy stuff and you guys Creep me the fuck out. So Good <laughs> Such a pansy. I am a pansy when it comes to that kind of shit. I, I love it. I love it.
1: I like I like having those little like, you
0: you love it until you know you're driving home and they're like you look up, and there's, like, someone sitting in your back seat.
1: I always check my back seat because I, I know too. better. I've been watching scary slasher films since I was, like, five. Right? I, I, I know the rules. I <laughs> will survive the
0: fucking movie. I will say that when whenever I'm walking out to my car at night, because it's dark when I mm-hmm. walk in my car. Yeah. And a lot of the times, like, where I park at work is, like, dark where I'm walking, too, mm-hmm. also. Right. So whenever I'm getting like walking out to my car, I always hit the I always hit the button just once, so it only locks just the, the driver path, yeah. the, just the driver side door. But it lights up the inside of my car, and I always look in the very back of my car before I get in. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, I always check, I always check the back. Like you said, I've been watching this shit since I don't I've never know. Watched. I don't know if, if those stories are real. If or the not, slasher but. movie ever becomes a real a reality and is and I'm in it, I better at least fucking survive to the <laughs> second sequel. Yeah. Because I know the stories way too well. Yeah. I will also say that I've got
0: some very large knives in my car too. So I guess if I, if someone ever does try to pop out, at least I can try to.
1: If any myself. police officers are listening, my name is Ian. Just give me a call. I'll give you his driver, his license plate number. <laughs> <laughs> you want to up your whatever, quota?
0: Whatever. I'm a white guy. I'll get away with it again. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're probably right. <laughs> uh, but that's all
1: I got. Uh, anything else to add, guys? Nope. No. no. Nope. Just that I'm. I better survive. At least parts one, two, and three of the slasher film <laughs> series. I'll it, die in the fourth one. If, uh, if you haven't done so yet, make sure you go out and check out the,
0: the Vinyl Den on YouTube if you're into music and that kind of stuff. and uh, Check out Mandy's channel. Check out uh, Fowler Fridays <laughs> on, uh, on YouTube. It's Mandy's channel where she mm-hmm. does uh, educational. Sweet,
2: innocent yes, things. Yes, yes. Yes. There is a- no cursing on my show. You want to know something?
0: Not? You want to know something? There's really <laughs> there's no cursing on our on our vinyl den channels. Also,
1: oh, wow. not for a lack of trying, though.
0: Yeah, I, I there's been only I, there's there's only been one or been one I one episode where one episode where Ian cursed. Like it was his solo video, so I couldn't really do much about it. Ah. But he's cursed on like our regular like big show Sunday episodes, and I was able to cut it out. So.
3: Mm.
1: See the man's editing. Me. He's he's censoring me. I am, yeah, I am actually. Uh, I don't know why people curse on YouTube all the time. Yeah, well, I
0: don't want to do it on our show. Fine, <laughs> uppity bitch. You can, <laughs> you can curse on here all you want, but uh, <laughs> and I do. <laughs> we try. I try to keep it more family friendly on
1: the vinyl. Den. whatever. I'm I, a family man. Ian. You know what? If you people heard the way this fucker talks at work, <laughs> and then hear what he just said, uh, the hypocrisy would be Trumpian. In, in <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so definitely check out the vinyl. Then check us out on Twitter. Ian, what's our Twitter Twitter handle? Uh, we at, are li- at we are lizard people. We the lizard. People. PPL. PPL yeah. We the lizard people.
1: Reality redefined at Twitter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> killing me. Absolute
1: I know because you me. had to be so you had to be so corrective. Yeah. We the lizard people at Twitter. We the lizard Twitter. people.
0: Yeah. At We the lizard people. I don't know why it's so difficult for you.
1: We the lizard people. That's what I said. Yeah. We the lizard people. Yes. Reality redefined at Twitter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh that's all I got. Until next time,
1: talk to y'all later. Thanks.
0: Peace.
2: Play my role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust, like we in the rain. Got to took over you wanna hang. Shoulder to shoulder, the niggas
3: basically. You know I won't lie.
2: You know that I ain't put a fuck shit. You niggas aight, but I'm way better and she love it Know that y'all sick as fuck, here go this tissue bro We taking the dub, hoping you get you some This here like a pick-me-up, she taking my drugs
3: Now they see the side. that's some downside Now they sick as fuck, now they sick as
2: fuck Tell them get well soon, tell them get well soon Now you sick as fuck, get well soon Oh shit, watch out you
3: Bottles. We must at the party that